The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. So I heard on the news the other day that uh, that nobody that that means like a person that nobody. Yeah, when you say that, one person comes up. Well, Billy two. Ray Cyrus and Ryan Seacrest. No, yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus and his wife have decided to actually work things out, patch things they back had an together. They heart, and uh, yeah. Hook up again. It, it's really a touching, heartfelt story. Are we going to get another Miley Cyrus? Yeah, and how about that uh, Chris Brown? How about Chris Brown? Oh, no. At least he didn't bust out the pimp hand. I got to <laughs> say, it was better this time. But no, here's the deal. Everybody in the world has heard about this because that is all that is plaguing every single news station across America right now. You know, and instead of, I don't know, discussing and formulating Important stuff. a resolution for um, aquatic nuisance species, such as we are here on what? show it's the revolution yeah exactly no they have consciously decided to air that frivolous crap instead and with that we welcome you to now what mark it's the revolution with jim and trav <laughs> we love this guy <laughs> anyways okay hey jim what's coming up in hour one hey well phone in any second will be jonathan mcknight with yep. the maryland department of national resources plus doug grand with wildlife forever how about pro walleye angler tommy scarless and uh, we love cat daddy nick rose with wildlife properties america's most loved bass fisherman jimmy houston tom flannery with the lakes and ponds department of the massachusetts conservation and recreation department and I love this lady, Celia Gould. She's the director of the Idaho State Department of Agriculture, just to name a few. Yeah, but don't forget, guys, if your local station does now broadcast Hour 2 of The Revolution, you can hear it at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hey, we've got a caller, and remember, this interview is being brought to you by Vanderbilts. They're your work boot center. Hey, now joining the debate on invasive species is Jonathan McKnight, better known with the ladies, Jim, as Mac. No, he is actually with the Maryland Department of Natural Resources. And I'll tell you what, guys, you've got like uh, Maine, Maryland, and, whole, and all the M states. Well, and also those southern states. Yeah, those are the R states. The MS states. Yeah. No, you've got those states, and they're pretty much just infested. Do we with have nutrients. a PMS state? Yeah, right. Pennsylvania, Maryland, <laughs> Southern, you could. No, they're pretty much just infested with nutrients. You know, if my memory serves me correctly, which. A few drinks have might have <laughs> fogged, your fogged my memory. No, I, I think to like establish a fur trade basically with Nutria, they were first imported back in I think like 1899 to 1930, and when the market fell out in the 40s, basically you had all these guys with thousands of Nutria, and they pretty much just opened the door. Hey, go for it and let them go. What do you say, John? Yeah, it depends on who you talk to. Some people will tell you, oh, Grandpa had a storm and they got away. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell, but anyway. That's loose. what happened with my python in, in the Everglades. <laughs> they got loose and they uh, 
They did what rodents do really, really well, which is make tons and tons of new rodents. But no, actually, Nutria, they, they dig into the soil and they eat the, the base and the root portions of wetland plants. And it's the roots and marsh vegetation that actually binds the, the what are you looking for, like the soft organic marsh soils together. And when that fabric dies, it leads to erosion, which ultimately leads to um, string bake instability, added sedimentation, and reduced water quality. People don't understand that these fuzzy rodent rat Terry Jim's wife look creatures are really damaging um, our ecosystem. Yeah, you guys have really done your research. I'm impressed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the problem is any estuary like the Chesapeake, it's where the land meets the water. Right? Yeah, right. And it's where the baby fish are born. It's where the baby ducks grow up and things like that. And all these things need to work together. And what makes it so productive is the land meeting the water. Yeah. And where that happens is in these marshes. So if an animal like Nutria comes in, and they do exactly what you said, instead of grazing the marsh, they actually eat it. Mm -hmm. Roots and all, they leave behind mud, no plants, and it can have a damaging long-term effect on the estuary. That's why we're so concerned about them and so uh, determined to remove them if we can. Yeah, now, um, in the U.K., they had a really big problem with them, and through trapping and uh, I forget what other techniques they they, used. They did a lot of uh, espionage. Yeah, no, they actually eradicated all of them. They don't have any anymore. What are you guys doing? And what I guess what we need to talk about, we've talked about a whole bunch of bad crap, Mac, that's happening with these. What can we do to get active to stop this? Because everybody's, when they're thinking of invasive species, they're thinking of milfoil. They're thinking of hydrilla. I mean, there's just a ton of invasive mammals. plants, mammals, whatever you want to call them. Mammals. <laughs> Sounds like a game. <laughs> I'm combining like a, a and something else. <laughs> but what can we do to get active? Well, I, to get active, I mean, the main thing is let's get informed. Let's, you know, everybody, sportsmen, outdoorsmen, farmers, hunters, find out what's native, what's not, because that gives you a better opportunity to protect what's wild and what's American. So that you can, you know, getting people to tell the difference is the big one. I'll give you an example. We have another invasive species here in Maryland, the mute swan. Really? The problem in other parts of the U.S. as well. And this is a species, it, it's an introduced species. In fact, it was an escaped pet, kind of like those nutria that were farmed animals. And these suckers got loose. And the problem is that people like them, even though they're damaging wetlands, even though they're damaging native waterfowl and driving um, other native species away, people like them because they're beautiful. So we had a darn hard time convincing the public that it was the responsible thing to do to get rid of them. Oh, okay. Now, how are you getting rid of What are you doing right now to get rid of the nutria? Uh, how many estimated do you think you have in Maryland yet? I can tell you, we've cleared, we believe, more than half of the nutria. Really? Holy yeah. cow. And we've cleared, coming on to about half of the territory they were ever in. We started in the densest possible population of them. And that's translated to about... 13,000 animals. All right, now the area where you actually cleared, you know, a lot of these out, how long does it take to reclaim that land to where it's actually uh, functioning again as a, as a uh, marshland? That's an awesome question. I'm really glad you asked that. It's remarkable how fast the land responds. That mud flat will turn back into a beautiful, lush, productive marsh again within a year or two. Really? Well, it hasn't been too long. It's dramatic to see the comeback that those marshals will make once the nutria are removed. Dude, if we could find out more about you, how we can get involved, Mac, where do we have to head to on the web to do this? You know, I don't have a website with me right now, but I think if you just hit Chesapeake Bay Nutria. Okay. Then you'll get one of the websites linked up with one of our partners. Yeah. You know that uh, Chesapeake Bay Nutria? 
Com. That sounds like a, an entree in Louisiana. That sounds really good. Yeah. You know, Louisiana actually hired some chefs to come up with good recipes for this stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah, they got, they got a Cajun name for it. It's called Raglundin. And I believe, you got to double check me, but I think Paul Prudhomme cooked some of this stuff up. See, that's what we need to start doing. Quit buying chicken. Let's put Tyson out of business. Let's eat Nutria. The other white meat. <laughs> We've eaten a fair bit of it around here, and it's not going to replace chicken. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, Jonathan McKnight, thanks a bunch for being on The Revolution and Coming up after the break, we're going to have Doug Grand with Wildlife Forever. He's like the president. And yeah. He's such a great guy. But this has been sponsored by Yellowstone Fly Rods. Look him up at yellowstoneflyrods.com and Steiner Binoculars. You can find him at steiner-binoculars.com and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter. That's cabelas.com. And this is The Revolution. Before, during, and after the show, The Revolution continues 24-7 at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark, Paul Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Des Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program, to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You live in the ultimate fishing town. Yeah, sure. Nominate your town at WFNFishingTown.com and your community can win a $25,000 donation and be featured on WFN, the World Fishing Network. Enter your town before April 8th. WFN's Ultimate Fishing Town is brought to you by Eagle Claw. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. You're tapped into the revolution and make sure you phone us at 785-846-7844 and don't forget to take a listen to our podcast at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. That right there is one of the most important things you're ever going to do in your life, Jim. But now we're fixing to continue our in-depth look into invasive species and just phone in the studio is a Wildlife Forever's president, Doug Grant. And Doug, 
why is it that we got these like a uh, tree hugging? We, we were saying that in a nice way. Yeah, yeah right. Anti hunting, hating people that they're all for the green movement. Okay, they're all for preserving wildlife. They're all for protecting animals. But none of these organizations are stepping up like um, Wildlife, Forever. Wildlife Forever and alerting us about invasive species. Don't you think that is um, a bit hypocritical? Well, we're surprised that the subject of invasive species and what we can do about it has been so slow to come before the American public. Yeah. But in the last year, with the Asian carp running up the Mississippi River, uh, people pulling their boats last fall and seeing the zebra mussels encrusting their docks, their props, the public is starting to see that we have a serious problem. Well, well, here's the deal, Doug. Let's just take San Francisco um, for um, example. They have there in the bay, there is 230 exotic um, species of fish in there. But 95% of those species now are non-indigenous. That means there's only 5% remaining. This is horrible. Of the original stuff. Of the original um, indigenous fish. And the funny thing is, most of the people that live there have no idea what is happening. Well, the spread of exotic or, or non-native species has happened slowly but continually yes. for over 60 years. And I Jeez. think people are immune to slow changes in the environment. The problem today, they're so well rooted into our outdoors that change is happening fast. And we're seeing things like you're talking about uh, in the Illinois River. 80% of the biomass today are Asian carp. Oh, and they used to be God. one of the great fisheries of our country. And today, fish are jumping into your boat without a rod and reel and not the kind we want to catch. Was it Asian carp was first introduced, I think back in the 60s, by a catfishermen trying to clean up their ponds and stuff, get rid of the algae. And I think I read somewhere that there was a study done where some um, forestry service or whatever you want to call them, biologists, introduced them to clean up some of the uh, zebra mussels. That has really backfired, hasn't it? Well, there's been a lot of missteps, if you will, and it's true. The Asian carp came to clean up catfish farming, yeah. you know, commercial catfishing. And if we didn't have floods like we're about to this year on the Great Mississippi River, <laughs> yeah. everything would have been all right. But those fish that were brought in to clean the algae uh, that eat plankton out of the catfish uh, farming ponds were flooded and thus started their migration up the Mississippi River. And today they're knocking on the door of the Chicago Shipping Canal. And once they're established, once they're in there, there's no stopping them. They're prolific, and they spread, and they take over 80 to 90% of everything in there. The Asian carp can grow 40 to 80 Oh, holy cow, man. Well, you know, I know that on the Yampa River in uh, Colorado, uh, in, in a five-mile stretch, you can catch smallmouth bass, which are not indigenous. You can catch northern pike, and, of course, you can catch trout. And somebody actually had to stock those in there thinking that, hey, I'd like to catch a fish here, you know. And, uh, boy, it's just mindless moves like that that have really changed the landscape on the lakes. And, of course, you can see, uh, you know, these guys down in uh, in uh, Georgia that let the, the, the hogs loose. Now they've got a cross between uh, Russian boars yeah. and the domestic hogs. So you've got a feral hog that's big and mean and ugly. And, boy, they're just taking over. 
Yeah, the feral hogs are a real problem. They're up into uh, the Ozarks, into Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're coming north. The pythons down in the Everglades, where people turn pets loose that got too large, mm-hmm. are a major problem, a major concern for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in the Everglades. And so a lot of these invaders have been spread with, uh, rather innocently by human beings. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say? We, we've kind of asked this question about everybody. How can we become more active? How can we turn this around? Everybody's saying that, well, we just need to educate people more. Well, you got to take it a step further than that. I can go to school and I can get all the education I need, but if I actually don't go out and do something with that, I'm never going to make anything of myself. What can we physically do, Doug, to help eradicate this um, growing problem? Well, you know, once invasive species are in a lake, like zebra or quagga mussels, unfortunately, they may be there forever. Mm-hmm. The sea lamprey came into the Great Lakes over 60 years ago and wiped out the fishery. They stopped commercial fishing. The sport fish, recreational fishing was all but gone, and these blood-sucking, leech-like lamprey had taken over the whole lake. Now, 50, 60 years later, science has found a way to control them. And they kill, when they spawn and go up these streams, they kill 90, 95% of them. Wow. But if they ever stop, they'll be back and they'll destroy our fishing. So once infested, there's very little we can do, but we can control them and we can stop the spread. You bet. Well, it sounds like we've got a lot of things to think about and a lot of things to do. That's right. And, hey, real quick, why don't you toss out, Doug, you guys' web address and tell us a little bit about your threat campaign. Well, Wildlife Forever's threat campaign is highlighted at our website. It's simply wildlifeforever.org, O-R-G. And when you get there, there's a brand new site. You click on Invasive Species. And you'll go to a site, kind of looks like a crime scene with construction tape <laughs> all around it. Uh, it's kind of scary, and it's meant to be. Yeah. It says, once the invaders are here, everyone who boats, fishes, or recreates has the potential to spread them. And we tell the folks what they can do. You know, when you said uh, threat campaign, I thought he was standing on the front porch yelling at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. I discovered purple loose strife in my backyard. Really? My son was doing his Eagle Scout project for Boy Scouts, and we thought, look at that purple flower down there in the marsh. And we actually found out it was an invasive species. No so way. We worked to eradicate that for his project. But here's the bigger point. It had invaded my little piece of, of, of my homeland, my few acres where I hunt, where I bird, where I run my dogs and worked all my life to have to raise my kids, and their foreign invaders were taking it over. See, Doug, you f***ed off invasive species. Now they're coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we've been talking to Doug Grant. He's the president of Wildlife Forever. That's right. Coming up after the break, we got pro walleye anger Tommy Scarless. Check us out at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. This is The Revolution. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Eat a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
Super Bowl champ Lionel Dalton is taking to the internet airwaves with his own brand of sports talk. You'll go inside the mind of the players and find out if blacklisting really happens, what their thoughts are on training camps, where the former NFL players are now, and why being drafted by the wrong NFL team can kill a promising player's career. Lionel will also cover what's up with the Baltimore Ravens. Tune in to Sports Talk with Lionel Dalton live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hunter's life has many stages. The further along you go, the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it. How many times does it happen as it's planned? Almost never. Never. And it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful. Take those big deer. Exactly right. Make versus country your country. Don't miss the best hunters and biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern, only on Versus. Wildlife Properties is the source for recreational farm and investment properties in Kansas. Find that perfect hunting property from land owned by Wildlife Properties and developed for habitat by Nick Rhodes. As a real estate broker, Nick Rhodes can also assist those interested in a farmland investment in one of the most productive hunting areas in the country. Wildlife Properties concentrates on the north central Kansas area so it knows the local markets, conservation practices, and hunting conditions. Land purchasers can count on Wildlife Properties for property management and local assistance after the sale. For more information about North Central Kansas and wildlife properties, visit MyWildlifeProperty.com. It's the revolution with Jim and Trav. That's right. Studio- I'm Jim. You are Jim. I'm Trav, I guess. And Tommy's on the phone right now. But the studio lines open at 785-846-7647. Don't forget to hop on our website at OutdoorTrailsNumber.com and take a part, or take part, I should say, in the blog. If you the take revolution a part, blog. then we will be short apart. What? Bonehead. That was beautiful, man. <laughs> Anyways, spring is in the air. Jim's changed his wardrobe. He's got nice shorts on. Now. I have wearing Tom's sandals. We're talking to Tommy Scarless, and he says this is the time you got to get out and do some walleye fishing. Mr. Tommy, dude, thanks for uh, being back on the revolution. Hey, it's great to be back on the revolution, and it would be a revolution if I wore sandals right now <laughs> because uh, all of my digits would freeze off. I'm still up here in the Midwest. Well, if you don't and, want uh, Hello? What's that? We seem to be encountering some technical difficulties. Hello? Are you there? Yeah, did I lose you? No. <laughs> no, he just interrupted you. Radio finally worth listening to. This is going so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best interview Anyways, we've done all day. digits are falling off. It's cold in the Midwest. How cold is it? How cold is it, Tommy? Well, you know, right now we're, we're looking at right mid-40s. we got oh. a little bit of a cold front rolling through, but... It's busting loose. I was uh, on the Illinois River recently and preparing for a tournament, and the bite was phenomenal. Everywhere really? that you go across the Midwest right now, the walleyes are starting to stage up, and uh, pre-spawn is occurring, and that means that the feed bag is on. The first time you can get the boat in the water usually is going to occur on moving water, which would be rivers. And... Uh, I'm excited. This is really, really cool. But, you know, it seems like, Tommy, especially in fishing, they have a doodad for just about everything anymore. And I go to Cabela's, Bass Pro, something like this, and I get suckered in to buying just about anything in general because I really don't know what I need, what I don't need. What's maybe some hot new products that you're testing out that you are that you can say this is the hot deal or maybe this is what you should or stay away clear from? clear of this, yeah. <laughs> well, 
You know, I always try to focus on the positive. You know, a lot of times what you're going to find out is solid brands that have been in the business a long time. I noticed that you guys have Camp Chef on your show. Oh, yeah. And I've been using their iron or steel skillets for years. You use those and as lures? Could, those are big fish. Well, <laughs> if you catch a lot of fish, Jim, you got to fry a lot oh, of fish. Right. There you go. But when you start talking about brands, if you can stick with a solid brand, take Berkeley, for instance. I've been fishing Berkeley Products, which is an Iowa company, for years. And they just came out with a new one that's called the Ripple Shad. And it's got grooves in the body, a slender tail, and it, so it, the tail vibrates better than any shad bait I've ever fished. So that Berkeley Ripple Shad is, is a new one that I would say, man, this is definitely one of the hottest things on the market. Another thing that I've been using a lot of lately, and this is something where, it, mechanically speaking, I barely know where the gas and the oil goes at in my Ranger. <laughs> and I have to that. But in order to take care of that engine, I've got a new system called the Easy Loop system where I can quickly change the lower unit lube in less than a minute. Jeez. And uh, I can check it mid-season. I can winterize my own bolt in the fall. And, of course, with an E-Tech, they winterize themselves through a little keypad dealio that you hit with some buttons and some switches in about 10 minutes. But, you know, as men, this is how we accessorize. Yes. My wife, she likes rugs. Don't be getting up all in my face. I've gotten into a fetish lately with candles. I don't know if any of you guys listening have that situation, but I fully support it. Because, God forbid, she'd see my lure bill. <laughs> You sound so tech-savvy with your dealios. <laughs> well, you know, if mama ain't happy, Tama ain't happy. <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right. Hey, we've been talking with Tommy Scarls. He's talking about right now you get out on area streams and catch the fire out of those spawning walleyes. That's right, Tommy. If we want to find out more about you and maybe some of the products you just talked about, uh, where can we head to online to do this? Besides Hard Rock Cafe. Well, the website to go to to check out about the e-text and myself would be www.evanroot.com. Okay. Uh-huh. Or they could go to check out the Easy Loop system, www.easyloopsystem.com. Coming up next, after the break, we're actually going to have Tom Flannery. He's going to be talking about invasive species there in Massachusetts. This is the revolution. Anyways, dude, thanks a bunch for being on. <laughs> This was a train wreck. Yeah. Call Jim and Trav at 785-846-7647 and give them some love. Oh, yeah. And they'll give it right back. It's the revolution. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right 
Smith got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. FBI Creative Services is a leading website design and search engine placement company, and better than that, they love the outdoors. Hi, Jim Ferguson here. When I looked for a company to design our new website, I wanted a company that would know my market and then design it to be user-friendly and place me in the marketplace for maximum exposure. FBI Creative Services designed the legendary King Ranch site, Elkhorn Outfitters, and Milligan Brand Outfitting, among others. Companies large and small can benefit from their years of experience in the industry. For more information, call Bill Vey at FDI Creative Services at 281-710-7396 or look them up on the web at fdicreative.com and get your website moving again. Hey, it's the Revolution with Jim and Trav, and our lines are open. Give us a call at 785-846-7647. That is the number of the day. Number of the day right there, 75-846-7647. You also got to check out all the unsolicited fun we are having on our website. When I think unsolicited, I think Jim. I think fines. <laughs> fines, yes. And that is OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. You got to tweet with us. Tweets also hook up with Jim on his neglected Facebook page. He's so lonely. Just like his children and wife. <laughs> they were lonely and neglected. Even my dog doesn't come around. And weighing in on Jim's uh, mental state of mind right now is our resident expert, Charles Barkley. Chuck, what's your take on Jim? Tell you what, man, that guy, he makes you wonder sometimes. I don't know if he's ever going to be completely happy. <laughs> we got a caller, Jim. Who is it? Hey, it looks like it's Tom Flannery. That's right, Tom Flannery, and he's with the Lakes and Ponds Department of the Massachusetts Conservation and Recreation. You know what, Jim um, and Tom, it seems like Massachusetts, Old Mass, is having a really big problem right now with um, milf oil, like Eurasian and the variable. And now um, he's telling us, Tom is Jim, that they're having a big problem with hydrilla was just introduced. Also, zebra and uh, quagga mussels. This is becoming a big problem, Tom, and you guys are basically uh, becoming um, overtaken by it, aren't you? We certainly are. I mean, we have about 3,000 lakes and ponds in our state. Wow. The data that we have available, at least a third of those we know of have at least one invasive species or another. Yeah. Now, are these coming in as hitchhikers or somebody actually just throwing those things out there? I mean, initially they started somebody basically throwing them in there through the aquarium trade, aquarium releases, whether it's intentional or not. Um, and then overland transport by trailer boats is certainly the primary way that these things get brought from one lake to another. Well, you know, the funny part about it, it looks as though, you know, part of your name is conservation and recreation. It looks like we as outdoorsmen are just wrecking creation. Is that true? Well, Certainly, we have only ourselves to blame for these things, but over the past few years, I think people are really starting to understand and get the message. With the zebra mussels in our state and the press coverage of that topic in particular, I have a lot of people now coming up to me that know about the issues, that are willing to wash their boat and participate to stop the spread of these things. So I think we're making some great progress here. Yeah, it's kind of funny when it comes to, like, the, especially the um, quagga mussel and stuff. People just think that, well, if I can see them and they're not there, they're not there. But you need to actually run your hand over your boat because if it feels like sandpaper, that is actually the offspring. And, you know, I've read in a lot of places that when you power wash your boat, in order to thoroughly clean it, you need to make sure it is a high-powered pressure washing system and with water. 
water that is at least 140 degrees in temperature to um, get rid of these. Because, you know, zebra mussels and black mussels, yeah, they can live days outside of water. So let's see, you clean your boat and you think it's nice. It's been sitting in the driveway for um, the past three or four days until the next weekend comes up and you go to another body of water. I mean, that's how easily it is transported. And now you're talking um, hydrilla was just introduced um, a couple of uh, years ago. This is some horrible stuff. Now, however, it can be managed and treated. It is a very intense um, program to do so. But this is actually all preventable and controllable, isn't it? That's correct. I mean, just getting the message out there, the first thing is to clean all the visible evidence on your boat, that plant fragment. Yeah. Plant spread by fragmentation, a little tiny one-inch piece could have the, the potential to start a whole new population at the next lake. Yeah. So physically removing, you know, adult mussels. You spoke about zebra and quagga mussels. Physically removing any visible plant fragments, mud, any other debris, and then following a decontamination protocol like washing your boat. And we do uh, recommend the hot water approach here. There's some more recent evidence that's shown full mortality of the adult and larval form of the mussel almost instantaneously. I mean, 10-second contact time with water temperatures. Wow. Approximately 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Holy cow. Now, you know, I'm kind of somewhat familiar with hydrilla, but uh, in order to – that's something that you can actually go and remove. But, man, oh, man, it's, it's a real pain to try to do that. But if you treat it with chemicals, then you kill everything there. Um, I think that's a common misconception. When you're looking at the chemical perspective, um, I think a lot of people maybe are stuck in the past and think they're just these broad-spectrum herbicides that you dump in the water and it kills everything in there. These, these products these days are really engineered to attack one particular species. The treatment programs are designed very specifically for a target rate. So you actually can go in there and target just hydrilla, for example, um, with a low dose of a certain chemical compound and actually leave beneficial native species alone. And we've been able to do that in several circumstances. Now, are you noticing the, the lakes in, in Massachusetts being really choked with the hydrilla or is it still in the it, bloom stage? We've actually read some reports where there's some areas where it is so thick, especially the milf oil, that the fish basically can't even live in that habitat anymore and they're having to seek shelter in other places. Is that true? Well, that's true. And that's especially the case. If you have a shallow pond, for example, and I mean shallow, you know, under 20 feet in depth throughout the entire lake, you've got a species in there like hydrilla that just grows under any kind of water conditions, water quality. It doesn't matter. No, uh, very low light requirement. You could completely cover that entire water body, top to bottom, and the fish certainly um, will have a difficulty surviving in those conditions, especially with oxygen loss as the plants decompose. On the other hand, let's say you have a... 500-acre lake that's 70 feet deep in the middle, you'll never have plant growth in that middle. You'll have a donut effect, thick, invasive growth um, around the shorelines, but then you'll always have that open water in the middle. You know, I think that Idaho has uh, really started a great program. It's called the IISF, I think, Idaho Invasive Species Fund. And basically, you have to buy a sticker. It's like 10 bucks, and um, basically, they inform you of how you need to properly uh, manage your equipment, what to look for, slap this sticker on your boat, but all that money goes to a fund towards um, controlling this. I think more states need to start up programs like this. It's a great way to go about it, isn't it? 
I would agree. I mean, you have some folks who look at that as an extra tax and well, might not be receptive to the idea. Our neighbor, one of our neighbors here in the Northeast, Maine, has that program. It's $5 a year in state. It's $10 for an out-of-state registration. I mean, I think you and I would agree that's not a large sum of money that's going to a great cause. And honestly, to be fair, those who use and benefit from the resource should be the primary contributors. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Tom Flannery. He's with the uh, Lakes and Parks uh, of Massachusetts Department of Conservation and Recreation. I think it was Lakes and Ponds. But, dude, Tom, if we want to find out more about you, where can we uh, head to online to do that? It's math, M-A-S-S dot gov slash lakes and ponds, one word. Sweet. Don't forget to check us out. The Revolution at OutdoorTrailsNumber.com. This has been sponsored by Lupo Tactical Optics. Makers of the Mark IV Rifles go blind. Look them up at Lupo.com and Blackhawk. That's Blackhawk.com and Cabela's King Cat Tournament Trail, America's oldest and longest national circuit. That's KingCatUSA.com. It's the Revolution. Cat Daddy's coming up next, so stay tuned. You know those talk radio shows that are really funny and super informational, and you just love the hosts? Well, that's not us. We are the revolution. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation. And if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here. But did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey? Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. It's the revolution with Jim and Trav, and the lines are open. That's right, and here's the hot number for the day once again, 75-846-7647. You ran out of breath. I did run out of breath, man. you got to check us out online, also at OutdoorTrailsNumber.com. Look at our Twitter, look up a Jim on his Facebook page. It's lonely there. Cat Daddy Jim, I got an exciting announcement What's right that? now. 
I have been tobacco nicotine free for four days now. Ooh. Hey, that's right. Depression is setting in, self medicating <laughs> with lots of alcohol. That was a biggie, too. No, that's cool, but Cat Daddy, how's it going, Fred? Yeah, by the way, we're talking with Cat Daddy on the revolution. Hey, I heard from 995, you can join the revolution. <laughs> that's right. Be part of the Revolution Nation. In Canada, that's 1995, though. Yeah, there's an exchange rate there. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, dude, Cat Daddy, this weekend, man. Dude? Dude, he's a dude. Okay. Um, You're actually going to be in Rossville, correct? Absolutely. This is going to be the all-hunting, fishing, and camping uh, expo of expos, man, at the Citizens Potawatomi National Regional Center. Wow. Anishinaabe uh, uh, Trail, 806 Rossville, Kansas. Don't forget that they're handing out hot dogs. Free well. Free hot dogs. Oh, yeah, boy. And, you know, like I say, uh, this all the proceeds go to the Kansas hunters feeding the hungry. You know? Oh. Why don't they just feed them the hot dogs and forget it? Oh, that's not right. <laughs> you would think they would. It's going to be a pretty good show, I think. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be my first swap meet that I've ever been to. So we'll, uh, we'll just kind of fill it out, see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to bring all the stinkiest bait I can because I'm the one thing they're going to remember me. <laughs> yeah, but the name Stinky is kind of hard to live down. <laughs> we won't go there. You know what? The funny thing is they are trying to raise money for the Kansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry. It's going to smell so bad nobody is going to want to <laughs> yeah. attend. Yeah. What's the entree? <laughs> no, this is going to be cool. Once again, it's in Rossville, and uh, where can they find that? Well, I tell you what, uh, just punch in uh, on your computer, Rossville, Kansas, 806 Nishinaabe Trail, and take you right straight to it. <laughs> Speaking of punching crap in on the computer, Jimbo was just looking up. Paddlefish season is open last, last week. Uh, opened up last weekend. Boy, I tell you guys what, that's that's just what we're going to talk about today, oh. is, uh, getting geared up, ready for the big paddlefish season, you know, March, March 15th through... Uh, uh, May 15th, and, you know, March is about gone. The April showers are coming in. I think it's going to be a heck of a paddle season this year. We're going we're gonna to put the paddle on them. Oh, yeah. Now, you're going to head down to Miami of Oklahoma and hit up the uh, Neosho? Yeah, we're going to head up the Neosho down at Miami, Oklahoma, try to catch them spooners coming up out of the Grand Lake to lay their eggs up in there. Usually it takes quite a bit of water, you know, to get them really moving, and the water temperature is a big factor in that, too. Go fishing for spooners with the Sooners. Oh, man, let me tell you you something else. We're going to go to Warsaw, too, Warsaw, Missouri. Really? That's Uh, a crazy place. The regulations are a little different up there. I have yet to check on them. Are they a little more lenient, maybe? Uh, Just a little bit. I think you can have more of a possession of a spoon bill up there. Oh, you can you? Down in Miami, you're only allowed one a day down in Miami. And the total quota is what, three? Is that uh, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Three-day possession. Yeah. Now, uh, Warsaw, I believe, is a little bit, uh, maybe two or three a day, possibly. Oh, wow. I have to, don't quote me on that, boy, because <laughs> I'll have to check out the regs. But, you know, fishing up there is awesome up there in Warsaw, man. And uh, it's just going to be a heck of a deal when we go up there because we're getting all together. we got all our hooks ready, you know. Uh, eight and uh, ten knot treble hooks, forty mm. sixty pound braided lines. Jeez, you know? but no barbs on them, right? No. Oh, you see that—that's another thing I got to check out up there at Warsaw. Oh. I tell you what, uh, uh, I got a hold of this gal to come out with a new line, guys, and, and, and we're going to test try it up here on these big spooners. It's called Fight Line. Fight, Fight Line. Line. I thought you were going to say, "Are you in town, Long Sailor?" Those lips. They be saying something to me. Yeah, I mean, that's a new line. That is a new line. Hey, they got a new high vis yellow out. That's a monofilament. It's super tough, man. It's it's a uh, it's from the Fight Fishing International people. 
they uh, uh, come out with this new line. They make a, a, a super-duper braid, too. I say super-duper because it is super-duper. That sounds really familiar. I've been sitting here trying to think the whole time. We have heard about that before. I think maybe it was a press release, saw something on television about it. Where can we find it online? So I, I know we've heard about this before. Some great well, stuff. i tell you what, better than online, let me just give you a, a, a direct phone number. Oh, right that's amazing. all we've ever wanted. Man, call the people. <laughs> here we go. one 888 Dash ninety seven dash fight f i g h t. Ooh, one eight 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 ninety seven dash fight. And as for Maggie, as for Maggie, I tell you what, she'll set you right up. And mention my name, Cat Daddy. You're liable to get hit with something, or you might get a break. <laughs> or you may get a bill. You You'll hear dial tone. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing is. You say they're staging from the Grand Lake of the Cherokees. Now, do they have different staging areas on the whip? Is there like maybe three or four different places along that river where you can actually pick them up? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I just cannot stress enough, once you find these fish, it will just be a heyday. Wow. I mean, you just be work, 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 work. And after that, man, you're going to need to prop your little butt in something. That's where you got to have one of those chairs. Oh, yeah. uh, you better believe Renella it. chairs? six-pack of Pepsi. <laughs> well, what are those chairs called again? Those are called Renato chairs. Renato. Renato chairs. Renato chairs. <laughs> Fight line. And Cat Daddy is just talking about the greatest stuff to the fishing market. What's hot, what's new. He knows it. Cat Daddy knows about it and is currently testing it. And if you want him to test something, Cat Daddy, you're just, I mean, you'll test anything. You got some beer. Yeah, you test our patients every week. <laughs> hey, hey, Cat Daddy, man, where can we find you online? Well, I'll tell you what, you can go straight to www.catdaddyguideservices.com hmm. and, uh, just send all your money there. That's right. And this has been brought to you by the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com and not alone. That's notalone.com. Coming up after the break, I think we got a Nick Rhodes queued. Who knows? It might be somebody else. But Cat yeah, Daddy, <laughs> dude, thanks a bunch for being a part of the revolution. Hey, there's nothing like the revolution. <laughs> Viva la revolution. Viva. Change your life and start living the revolution today at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk football with the greatest wide receiver player and coach in NFL history? Tune in to Wide Open with Andre Rison. Andre is ready to talk to you and give his thoughts on the sport. There'll be celebrity guests, coaches, players, artists, and more. He'll go beyond the game with a look from the coach's point of view and feature a high school player each week. 
Tune in to Wide Open with host Andre Ryzen, featured Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. Hey, it's Revolution, and the phone lines are open, Trav. Viva the Revolution. The number is 75-846-7647. Plus, you got to shoot us an email at radio at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. You now, slowed up. I did slow up because I wanted to emphasize those words. Oh. Those are very important words, Jim. Emphasize means emphasize. <laughs> you, my friend, are a moron. <laughs> Anyways, now we're talking about invasive species here, okay? And, and that's not people moving out from, like, Kansas City or something. Actually, they are invading us. That's yes, a, they are. That's a different type of species. But anyways, we're talking about invasive species and how, basically, we can contain them. we got Nick Rhodes on the line right now. He is with Wildlife Property. And, and you know, they say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, I happen to say that our oceans, our streams, our lakes, and our reservoirs, that applies to that as well. And basically, my own um, thought process here, Jim and Nick, is trying to follow it. We are, this is (laughs) terrible. We are really throwing it all away. What do you think, Nick? Is that a statement or a question? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. All of the above. No, I agree with you, man. You know, and, and, and honestly, I want to take it one step beyond that. And, and it's not just the oceans, the streams, the rivers, the lakes. It's the world in general. I mean, everything that we have anymore seems to be plagued with invasive species. You guys were kidding about it there in the intro, talking about people from Kansas City, uh, you know, invading the countryside or whatever. But it is. It, it, invasive species are a problem everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, they seem to be eliminating them over in Libya. <laughs> that was. Don't go to Tripoli. Was that a poor a joke? Kind of <laughs> well, you know, you. So in serious, you know, uh, the aquatic invasive species is a huge issue. And I, and I know you've had several experts on the show, you know, oh, yeah. commenting on this and stuff. You know, people need to realize and understand that, that, that invasive species, whether they're aquatic or, or terrestrial or whatever, they have an impact that is greater than just a recreational impact. Yes. You know, it's not just the boating that's being taken away or the fishing that's being taken away. You know, there's industry that's being hurt. There's economies that are being hurt by this. Uh, and, and so it's our duty as stewards of the land and, and of the seas and the waters to be responsible and to mitigate as much of that uh, impact as we can. Yeah, if we had Brian Waka on, you know, he's Pigman there on uh, Sportsman's Channel, he would tell you that the feral hogs are invasive species. 
Wow, but horses are not native to North America. That's an invasive species. Horses. We have we have turned into a positive thing and have made it have made it something that's good for everybody. But you know, you look at uh, in Kansas specifically. You know, one of the things that we deal with at Wildlife Properties on a constant basis is is we're trying to go out there and improve habitat for prairie chickens. And a mm. big part of that is clearing out cedar trees that have become invasive into grassland prairies. Uh, they, they've taken over the areas of where the prairie chickens typically perform their brood rearing, their nesting, their thunder dances, and all that. And, and they've kind of taken over and created you know new new areas for new predators to move in, perches. Uh, they're competing for nutrients. They're competing for other resources out there. Uh, it's no different than what's going on in our aquatic scapes. Yeah. Now it's actually kind of funny that you bring that up because here in the U.S. alone to control and eradicate invasive species just across the board in general is costing us $137 billion a year. And that is a lot of money. A now, year? Annually, um, annually, <laughs> annually, geez, oh, Pete, yearly to take care of this. But, you know, what is the monetary values? It can't be given to the extinction. That's the word I was looking Uh-oh. for of species, loss of um, biodiversity and loss of the ecosystem services. That's what I was trying to spit out. That was a mouthful. It's a mouthful but really, you can't put a price tag on that. Unless now, you say it's 137 billion. Yeah, but it's <laughs> over and above that. That is, that is uh, a lot of bank, Nick. Oh, for sure, for sure. But you know, you, you think about that, and that certainly is a big number. But think about how much, how much money revolves around tourism or the recreational. You yes. Know, how many people buy boating passes every year to register their boat? Exactly. And they buy gas for that boat. Then they go buy fishing lures. They uh, uh, eat buy a, a pack of cafe. Pepsi. Right, you know, and, and, and that's just on the recreational side. Then you get into, okay, uh, you've got zebra mussels that are becoming a bigger problem in, in different parts of Kansas right now. And if they're constricting water flow, yeah. like you've got a hydroelectric plant uh, or, or just a spillway in general, and, and that flow of water is being restricted and you can't get downstream, that doesn't just affect that lake right there. That affects everything downstream from it, and, and whether it's people irrigating their crops, it's water supplies. Uh, you know, it's the cost to go in there and, and rebuild the damage that's been done to that. Uh, like you said, you can put a price tag on how much we spend each year, but you really can't put a price tag on what it saves us each year. Yeah, and people just have to be involved. They have to take an active role in stopping it. You know, one of the things that we kind of talked about before the show it revolves around this is that, you know, some states are requiring boaters to contribute to an invasive species fund yes. uh, to help finance these programs. And one of the things I think that you guys posed to me was, you know, whether we think that taxpayers should have to contribute on top of what, you know, boaters or hunters are already contributing. And I think absolutely. It's, I do it's too. not just the job of one group of people to stop this thing. It's, it's everybody's job because it doesn't just affect, again, the recreational side of it. It doesn't just affect the economic side of it. It doesn't just affect the industrial side of it. It affects everybody as a whole. It's changing ecosystems, whether, again, it's aquatic or it's terrestrial. It's affecting everybody, and it's everybody's job to take care of this planet and do the things that are going to keep it around for future generations. You bet. Hey, that's a good place to leave off. We've been talking with Nick Rhodes with My Wildlife Properties. That's right, Nick. If we want to find out more about you, obviously, too, you answer a lot of questions on uh, the air here. Where can we get in contact with you and maybe uh, shoot you an email? You can email me at nick at mywildlifeproperty.com, or you can check out our website, www.mywildlifeproperty.com. We're on Facebook. we got lots of good information uh, and pictures up on Facebook. Our website's full of great articles, ideas, 
Also, uh, it's got a, a listing of a tons of, of awesome and fantastic hunting and recreational and investment properties that are for sale in north central Kansas. Uh, we also have a, a monthly newsletter that you can sign Ooh. up and, and get all kinds of information about what's going on in the area, uh, topics like this that are hot button topics in, in the outdoor world. And, uh, you can just get to hear from me and, and, and who else would, you know, wouldn't want something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound conceited one, but anyways, this has been the revolution. Coming up next after the break, we got Celia Gould. She's a great lady. She's the Idahoian. The Idahoian. I learned do not say that. She's with the Agricultural Department. Nick, dude, thanks a bunch for being on The Revolution. Thanks for having me, fellas. Join the debate, and you can find it on The Revolution blog at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. We want to give a special thanks to all of our 359 affiliate stations across the country and around the world. Our advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Peggy Sue, Mark Paneri, and our guests like Jonathan McKnight, Doug Rand, Tommy Scarless, Old Tom Flannery, Nick Rhodes, Cat Daddy, I love this gal, Celia Gould, and the most beloved bass fisherman in the world, Jimmy Houston, just to name a few. That's right. Coming up on next week's show, we're actually going to be schooling you guys on the Second Amendment. I'm packing. And we are what? We are the revolution. And stay tuned because your local news and weather is coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.